ever hear the word protocol and cringe? Do you feel it takes away from individual treatment plans? In today's podcast, I describe what I mean when I talk about protocols. Hello, friends. This is Lynn Schulte, and you are listening to the Birth Healing Summit podcast. We are here for meaningful conversations that will transform the way you work with pregnant and postpartum clients. Whether it is a new perspective, tool, or technique, you'll be able to implement it into your practice today. I invite you to sit back, listen with an open mind, and grab the golden nugget today's guest has to offer. Now let's get started. Hello, everybody. Welcome to today's episode where I'm going to be talking about protocols. Now, I've seen other people um, out in the social media world talking about how we as therapists shouldn't be following any protocols, that we need to be treating the person in front of us. Um, using our clinical guidelines or clinical information of, you know, how to treat someone without thinking about certain protocols. And so that had me thinking about, I really talk about my intravaginal protocol. And um, to me, I just wanted to kind of explain what I mean by my sense of the term protocol, because it's not a, you have to do this, then this, then this. It's just set in an order of treatment. It's not about the exact treatment you need to do each and every time. But when I'm talking about my intravaginal protocol, I have just found over the years that if I assess the pelvic floor muscles for tension and tone and strength, and then I treat in this certain order of structures that I get much better results. And so that's why I call it a protocol. So it's what I teach in my, my postpartum holistic treatment of the postpartum body course is a protocol that after you do your assessment of the pelvic floor muscles, then please go assess the bladder and work with the bladder. It's not, you have to do X, Y, and Z to the bladder. It's assess it and treat what you find And then once you get the bladder taken care of, then the next step of the protocol is to go check out the cervix and make sure that the cervix is treated in whatever you find in that structure, whether it be a cardinal ligament release or a uterosacral ligament release or wherever you find that cervix, the goal is to help it to come back to midline if it's possible, and get good mobility, 360 degrees, make it move like a pinata in there. That's the goal. That's a normal structure of the cervix, cervical tissue, is that it should move around like a pinata. And so that's the third step of the protocol. It's, it's you know, treat, assess the pelvic floor muscles, then treat the bladder, then assess and treat the bladder, assess and treat the cervix, and then assess and treat the pelvic floor muscles. So, and then make sure you include the external anal sphincter and the perennial body scar tissue at the end. And so I just wanted to clarify that I know there's some resistance to this idea of we shouldn't treat with protocols. To me, it's just an order of treatment. It's not that you have to do every single treatment and step of the way. It's you treat what you find when you assess it, 
Um, but when I've just found that if I treat the bladder first, then the cervix, then the pelvic floor muscles, by the time I get to the pelvic floor muscles, they're much more relaxed and there's less work that I have to do in order to get them to function better. And so that's why I created this protocol, so to speak. It's more of an order of treatment, order of assessment and treatment that I found makes the work a lot less for me when I do follow that order. And so I just wanted to kind of clarify for people because I do talk about a protocol that um, the when you follow the steps of treatment, you will just find that it's easier for getting the pelvic floor muscles to release. And before we even do any of the intravaginal protocol, I teach that we must treat the pelvic bones first. And if we don't address the pelvic bones, then the pelvic floor muscles can kind of help you to understand what's happening in the bones. And I'm going to talk about that in another episode. But the protocol really should be treat the pelvic bones first. And so that is treat what you find, assess the pelvic bones, get them in their normal position and have good, having good mobility, treat that first and then go internally and assess the pelvic floor muscles and see what's happening, but don't treat them. Treat the bladder, assess and treat the bladder, assess and treat the cervix, and then go work with the pelvic floor muscles. And you will find that when you do it in that order, by the time you get to the pelvic floor muscles, half of the tone, and you may even notice an increase in strength has already occurred. So the bladder and the cervix are so critically important. If we're not assessing that as an intravaginal therapist, you are missing three-fourths of the puzzle. So please figure out, learn how to address the bladder and the cervix and not just treat the muscles in the vaginal space, okay? So I'm um, putting out a new course that um, will be coming uh, end of September, and it is treating of the postpartum pelvis. And in this course, it's bringing the pelvis into pelvic care. So you will learn mobilizations to the pelvic bones that will facilitate greater uh, function of the pelvic floor muscles. You'll learn the three patterns, the three most common patterns that I find in the postpartum pelvis, and you'll know how to assess for that, those patterns and how to treat them. This course is a purely mechanical course. You will learn techniques, um, physical techniques to release in the pelvic bones. And when you address the pelvis bone, the pelvic bones first, you will find that the pelvic floor muscles are going to be much easier for you to get them to function better and stronger and in less sessions. So there is a method to my madness, everybody. I, I, I hope the terms that I use, whether because I say protocol, that people don't discount that because the protocol really is just an order of treatment. It's not telling you what to treat. You still want to assess and treat what you find, 
And when you do it in the order of the protocol that I teach, you will find that the pelvic floor muscles, there is a lot less work for you to do to get those muscles to let go, to function better um, after doing it in this order. So I've talked in past episodes also about the order of the body, like the the hierarchy of the body and that the nervous system is the kingpin. Um, And then I've since learned the arteries are also a huge component of that. And then the organs, then the fascia, then the muscle, then the bones, then the muscles. So when you treat the body in that way, you get much better results as well. So I'm just sharing with you the years of insights that I have discovered over the years of working with my clients. And I want things to be easy for you. So I'm just sharing the knowledge that will help make your practice, your working with your clients a lot easier, more effective to help you to get better results. So please um, know that when I say protocol, it's more of an just an order of treatment and not everything that you have to do. You still have your clinical assessment tools that you need to use and the treatment tools you need to use. But when done in this order, you'll just find it's a lot easier. And isn't that what we all want? All right. Thanks, everybody, for listening in. And please, if you haven't already checked it out, um, please check out my treatment of the postpartum pelvis course. It's a smaller course. It's only three hours. It's my way of trying to just get this information out into to people's hands, more therapists' hands that aren't interested in taking my bigger holistic course. Um, this is a great place to start. So please check out that course. And um, if you're interested in learning the intravaginal protocol, then please do check out the holistic treatment of the postpartum body course as well. All right. Thanks everybody for listening in. We'll see you in the next episode. And here's to smoother births and faster recoveries. Take care, everyone. Bye-bye. Today's podcast was brought to you by the Institute for Birth Healing. To discover more, visit instituteforbirthhealing.com. To claim $50 off of any online course, use coupon code PODCAST50 at checkout. Till next time, I'm Lynn Schulte, founder of the Institute for Birth Healing.